on our online teaching service for some time for the past two weeks. We, we, we have switched to online for a purpose. We are praying that as we teach the word of the Lord, illumination will come to us. I want you to call a friend, call your family. Maybe you'll be in the kitchen, just put it on loudspeaker and let the family enjoy the teaching. If you can connect it to your TV and the whole house sits down to listen to this word, I believe your life will never be the same again. Share the page, copy the link, and send it to your friends. And engage with us. Write what you must write and record what you must record because this word I know is going to change your life forever. Tonight, I'm teaching on the subject, the evidence of faith. The evidence, the pure evidence of faith. And evidence is the reality of the presence of something. And evidence is the reality of the presence of something. So when we say the evidence of faith, what are we trying to say? We are trying to say uh, the, the reality of faith being present. So when you say you are walking in faith, what is the evidence? So we are talking about, am I, you see, many of us assume we are walking in faith. Many Christians believe and, and at many times assume that they were walking in faith. Meanwhile, it was not faith. So in this month, we are taking our time to look at the subject of faith, and not just faith, but activated faith, activated faith. When we say activated faith, what are we trying to say? So tonight we are looking at the evidence of faith. The one and only eternal evidence of faith is rest. Is rest. Is rest. When a man is walking in faith, he, is in this, he, he, he moves and lives and has his being in rest. He will be in a state of rest, a state of no anxiety. The enemy is strategic in putting the believer in a state of of anxiety in a state of fretting, but when a man is walking in faith, he enters into a state called rest. Rest is the biblical evidence of faith. Rest is the biblical evidence of faith. Show me a man walking in faith I will show you a man who is walking in rest. There are some people, when you stay around them for a long time, you will lose your faith because they have not learned to rest in the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse number 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 Verse number five. May you begin to rest. May the Lord take you into the realm of rest as you walk with him. The Bible said, examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Check yourself. So it is possible for you to check yourself 
and find out whether you are walking in faith. And that is why we are talking about the evidence of faith. Am I living a life of faith? How will I know that I'm living a life of faith? The Bible said that just shall live by his faith. So am I living in faith or I am living in presumptions or assuming, assuming things as a believer? The Bible said, examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith, prove your own self. So it is possible for you to know whether you are in faith or you are not in faith. It's it's possible for you to know whether you are living in faith or you are not living in faith. You can prove it whether you are in faith or not. So he said, examine yourself. Give me another version of that. It's a teaching service. He said, test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. That's the message version. Test yourself. Test yourself to make sure you are solid in the faith. There are people who are not solid in the faith. And we must always test ourselves to make sure that we are solid in the faith, especially in the days that we are in. He said, don't drift along taking everything for granted. A Christian must not be careless with his faith. A Christian must be careful with his faith. A Christian must pay attention to the strength of his faith. Are you careless with your faith or you are careful with your faith? I'm coming. When you arrive in faith, you begin to walk in rest. I will explain that as I teach. The evidence of true faith in a man is when he lives a life of rest in the Lord. The three Hebrew boys who were thrown into the furnace of fire, they survived the fire because they were at rest in their spirit. They were at rest in the Lord. They said, King, we are not careful to answer you in this manner. Eh? We are not going to do anything. We won't bow. We know our God will save us. But even if he does not, that is a statement of their state of rest in their faith. They were not ready to compromise because they knew whom they have believed. They knew upon what rock they lean on. They knew they were not a mistake on the earth. They knew they had a destiny. They knew the God that they served. They were in a state of rest. They were not unsure. They were very sure of what they were saying. Follow the teaching. Daniel landed you see, most of us are the face of a test or trial or a temptation or a suffering. We will choose the path of compromise. Immediately a man, a believer, chooses the path of compromise. He is not walking in faith. And he must not expect anything from God. But Daniel 
saw the possibility of being eaten by lions, he did not, I believe that he did not even know that he would survive in the lion's den. All he knew was that he has partnered with his God in faith. And he was at rest that if I still have my God with me, I'm okay. If I will lose my reputation with the king and yet my fellowship, my bonding with my maker and my God is intact, I'm okay. That is the state of rest I'm talking about. Many of us have missed out on the blessings of God because we are not at rest with the Lord. We are not at rest with the Holy Spirit. We are not at rest with the word of God. We are not at rest with divine arrangement and we are not at rest with the will of God. Tonight I pray as I teach that something that is called the spirit of faith will be stirred up in you that in these hard times, in these difficult times, in this turbulent moment, the power of faith will sail you through in the name of Jesus. When faith is activated, rest is established. You will never be scattered again in life. You will never be confused again in life. You will never be put in a state of anxiety again because I see you walking in activated faith from tonight. You are going to walk in faith. You may not see the signs that something is working for you, but you know, faith is partnering with God in his opinion, in his mentality, in his, in his word, in his spirit. I have partnered with God, and that is faith. And though God's will may go against the crowd, I am still at rest. I am still comfortable with the opinion of God, and that is faith, and that is faith. And when a man is holding fast to the word of God, we call it he's a man of faith. A man of faith is not a man who prays with heavy voice. A man of faith is not a man who walks around with quoting scriptures. You can quote scriptures and never have faith in God. But a man of faith is the one that agrees with the word of God irrespective of the conditions and the circumstances around. He never changes his confession and never changes his stand and never changes his position concerning the word of God. There is no situation on earth that can resist the authority of faith when it is partnered with God. Whatever seems to be eating you up and defeating you is waiting for the day you will activate your faith because faith is a substance. Faith is a force. Faith is a spirit. And faith is a power. Yeah. May you not walk with God in doubt. And this is why many of us don't pray consistently. We don't actually believe that prayer works. We are not at rest with the force of prayer. We don't actually give because we actually don't believe that, 
the thing, tithing, tithing, communion, first fruit, giving, sowing, sacrificing, helping people, loving people, serving God in the church and serving the, the, um, God in the world, we don't think that it works. It, we don't see that it is valuable to serve God. We are not at rest. It's, it's like we are looking for another opinion behind God's word. I mean, is it the reality? You are not at rest. So you are tightening for six months. After six months, the next time you are tightening is on the 13th month. You are, you, you are not sure of your God. Tonight, I want you to be sure of your God. I want you to be sure that what God has said in the scriptures, that is what he means and that is what he will do. When faith is activated, a man enters into rest. I see somebody entering into rest. I see somebody entering into rest. I see somebody walking into rest in the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. When faith is activated, no power can resist. He said, Jesus answered unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are Possible to him that believeth. You have not tried to believe God yet. Begin to believe God. Many times when difficult times comes and you step into my daddy's office, when he's speaking to you, by the time he finishes, he'll tell you, believe God. And we need those days again where we will begin to believe God. We will not doubt because we don't have human connections. We will not doubt because we don't see the physical possibilities. The physical possibilities can be contradicting the scripture reality. But when there is the evidence of faith, the person is so safe. Hannah went to Shiloh continuously. He, she didn't change her mind. She didn't say God is not in Shiloh again. She didn't say that the God of Shiloh is not powerful again. But six consecutive years, she kept following the husband to Shiloh and on one occasion, her rest in the Lord was established with the seed of Samuel. We must come to that point and God is waiting for that in this generation. People with stubborn faith. People who will repeat the words of Esther. And you see, you, can, you, you, you must not have empty words. You must, there are many who, who have, if I perish, I perish, and they don't have, I, I, I remember a man who, who became born again and just went to his village and went cutting trees in his house and destroying thrones, and they made him walk on his boxer shorts back to Accra. It is not just about you, you, you have to have the evidence and you can never rest until you know what God has said and established about the matter. You cannot sleep, you cannot rest on a bed when you are not sure of the stability of that bed. I'm preaching. This year, may you rest in the Lord. May you not, you see, some people think their pastors 
are not powerful enough. The church they are in is not powerful enough. The message they are preaching is not powerful enough. They need some, some wild in Konya, something. You see, it's all about the matter of rest. It's all about the matter of rest. Elijah was praying for rain to come and he did not change his position. He was in one position talking about the rest in the belief in the power of prayer. He knew that the God he's calling on, as long as he remained in that position, in that position of faith, in that position of consistency, and he kept praying, the man will bring a bad report. He will say, go again because I am rested in the power of prayer. That prayer never fails me. On the seventh time, the man came with the good news. He said, I see the cloud like that of a fist of a man. I pray in the name of Jesus that in these tough times, may you learn to rest in the word of the Lord. Somebody shout, I hear you wherever you are. Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 10. The Bible said, if your faith fails in the day of adversity, then your strength is small. <laughs> that means something causes your faith to, to fail and something causes your faith to work. There are men who have faith that is working and there are men who have faith that doesn't work. Yes. Yes. Faith is a force. You, you cannot explain it. You catch it. You cannot explain it. You experience it. But if you fail, if thou faint in the day of adversity, then thy strength is small. Give me another version. Message version. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. That means when you fall in the place of crisis, you fall into pieces. Sometimes you, you can go through something and all of us will go through something. Every believer will experience some storms that you cannot lay. When Job, I was studying about Job about two weeks ago, when Job was going through all the things he was going through, three of his friends, they all connected this calamity to sin. But little did they know that God was proving the devil to the devil that I gave you everything, Lucifer. I gave you all the things you needed. I made you more glorious than all the archangels, and yet you rebelled against me. But this man, Job, watch it. I'm going to allow you to take everything from him, but he will never deny me because Job was rested in faith. He was rested in his faith with God. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that in 2021, may you be rested in your faith may you rest in your faith may you rest in your faith in your Lord because there will be a performance as you rest in faith anxious faith yields nothing anxious faith it yields nothing but a faith that is rested 
I feel the presence of God. Fainting is a sign of weakness. Fainting. I pray that we will not faint in this year. I pray that we will not faint. We will not break into pieces. 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 No matter the storm, we will stand. We will stand. You will prevail. You will meet the storm and you overcome the storm. You are more than a conqueror. What God has said, your mother must not redefine it. Your father must not redefine it. Your educational qualifications, they cannot redefine what divinity has said about you. No word of mortality can redefine what immortality has imprinted upon your life. And if you would take that word that God has said to you and be rested in that word, your life will never be the same in 2021. Faith bows to no adversity. Faith bows to no adversity. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 5. I love that scripture. Proverbs 24 verse 5. A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. So how do I walk in strong faith? You can only do that when you increase in the knowledge of God. When you increase in the knowledge of God. If we can increase in the knowledge of God. That is when we get to know the ways of God. So when you know the ways of God, you are not threatened. When you know the way to some place, eh? When you know the way to a destination, no matter the potholes, no matter what you see on the way, and you know the way from here to Makola, and you know the way from here to Kanesi, and you know the way from here to Paga, no matter the traffic on the way, you will not have doubt. You will know that you get to Paga. And you can only know the ways of God when you begin to increase in knowledge in him. I have found out many times that I, I fret at situations when I don't know God's counsel concerning the situation. When you don't know God's word concerning the situation, you will always be anxious. You will think that if I lose this door, if I miss this door, that is my end oh, that is my end oh, and sometimes truly you will lose the door the job, or lose the door, or lose the opportunity, and you see that your carnal knowledge and your common sense will tell you that, ha, you have missed an opportunity to be great. That is a message from the devil. The God we serve is the God of the second chance. Your knowledge of God will keep you above the issues of life. Somebody shout and type it, I am resting in my faith. Shout and type it, I am resting in my faith. Type and shout it, I am resting in my faith. And say, oh Lord, let my faith come alive in the month of February, in the name of Jesus. Faith is your strength. And it can only increase with your knowledge in God. That is why we say, do your Bible study. That is why it's a great blessing to have 
the general overseer come every 5.30 a.m. with where to go. So even after your own morning devotion, five precious minutes will come with a sure word from the servant of God. Build up strength against battles for 2021. Build up strength against battles in 2021. Because if you fail or you faint in the day of adversity, it means your strength, your faith was weak. You can only rest in faith when you truly want to see fruitfulness. I've never seen a tree being uprooted and transplanted from place to place and seeing that tree bearing fruit. Every coconut tree you see bearing fruit has been in that position for no less than three years or five years. Every palm tree you see bearing fruit has been positioned for no less than three years or five years. You cannot be unrested and bear fruit. You must rest in the Lord. You must believe the scriptures. You must believe in fasting and prayer. You must believe in waiting. You must believe in tithing. You must believe in first fruit. You must believe in loving. You must believe in serving God. You must believe in going to church. You can't say that you, 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 you love Jesus and you don't, you, you don't do church. You know who the church is? The church is the bride of Christ. The church is that bride on the wedding day when the groom, Jesus Christ, is sitting there. I don't know whether you have, you, you have gotten married, but I've been married and close to 10 years. And I remember the wedding day, whilst I was standing, they said, now let us work the bride. Let us welcome the bride. When I stood up, something was passing through my stomach. When I looked at my wife, I couldn't recognize her. And when you see that bride walking on the axles of the, to the altar, it is Jesus. You, the groom, you are Jesus. And you are looking at your bride that has been transformed. That is the church. The bride is the church. And you cannot say that you love Jesus and you don't love the bride. You must believe in church. You must believe in church. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1. I believe in church. I believe in church. The church is the greatest blessing we have ever received on the surface of the earth. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1. Let us therefore fear lest a promise be left us of entering into rest. I pray for you that this month, that this year, the Lord will cause you to enter into rest. Yeah. Any of you should seem to come short of it. So, you see those messages that makes you think that I've been wahadi I've been waha. It's like, you don't need, I pray that I chip this one in, that faith, faith is not only just speaking, but faith is hard work. Yeah, faith is hard work. He said, you will not fall short of it. Give me the message version. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1. He said, for as long, he said, 
for as long then as that promise of resting. So there is a promise of resting. There is a promise of resting. There is a promise of resting. You have fought for too long. You have been restless for too long. You have been anxious for too long. God is about to give you rest. May you learn to rest in the faith of God. May you learn to rest in the scriptures. May you learn to rest in God. May you learn. Because I've discovered in life that if you don't learn to rest in God, if you don't learn to rest in God, many people will give you options that will kick you off your faith. May you learn to rest in the Lord. May you learn to rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord that the wife God gave you is the best wife you can have. May you rest in the Lord that the husband that God gave you is the best you can have. May you rest in the Lord that the marriage that God gave you is the best you can have. And through that marriage, the name of the Lord will be glorified. May you rest in the Lord that God is able to heal. God is able to protect. The fact that your relative has been infected with the virus. It doesn't mean that God has disappointed because God is both our protector and he's our healer. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be rested in the Lord. You rest in the Lord. You will rest in the Lord. You will rest because rest is the evidence that a man is walking in faith. You don't prepare for war. In the day of war. So all this war, what are you using your, your time for? How are you handling your faith? When you are in rest, you become immovable. In the past five years, how many churches have you belonged to? There are some believers, in the past five years, they've been in ten churches. Because they are not resting in the law. They are not. They are not resting in the law. When you rest in the Lord, you will be abounding, you will be flourishing in the position the Lord has put you. In the position. Yeah. You'll be resting in the law. Challenges will come, but Daniel was in the lion's den, he was rested. Paul and Silas, they were in prison. They were resting in the Lord. They entered into praise and worship. You cannot imagine it. Because you, when you are in trouble, your two hands are in between your legs, or your hands are on your cheek, and you are thinking, when they, hey, 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 you are disturbing me. But these people, though they were in prison, they started saying, he has done for me, he has done for what my papa could not do. He, I'm sure the others were saying, these people are crazy people. Why won't you worry? Be real, be real. But they were too real to be real to the others. I pray for you that in 2021, you will rest. You'll be rest assured that God is taking you somewhere. You'll be rest assured that if you stand by the word of God, if you live in the word of God, if you believe the word of God, if you agree with the spirit of God, nothing will be impossible for you this year. Hallelujah. Whatever God tells you to do this year, do it. Yeah. Whatever God tells you to do, do. John chapter 2. Verse 5 to 7, verse 5 to 11, quickly. 
I'm getting there. John chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. His mother saith unto the servant, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Because of time, I will not read all. So Mary told them, I believe at the wedding of Canaan, when they ran, the, the wine ran out. Now Mary went to them and said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. It may not make sense. It may not have calculative um, 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 logic. It may not, but just do it. That's why I said, whatever the Lord tells you to do this year, do it. Initially, it may not make sense. It may look like you made a bad decision. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the God that said it is the God that will do it. Hallelujah. He said, no matter how crazy it looks, do it. So Jesus, in the verse 5, in the verse 7, sorry, in the verse 7, in the verse 7, he said, Jesus saith unto them, fill the water pot with water. Fill it with water. And they fill them. I pray, I pray, I pray. Because Mary has spoken to them, they were rested that as long as we do what this man has said, we will not be put to shame. The party will bounce back. This year, if you want to see the party bouncing back in your life, if you want to see new wine, if you want to see new joy, new celebrations, new breakthroughs and testimonies, I pray for you that you'll be rested in the word. You'll rest in the word. You'll be assured in the word that God will never fail you, that God can never leave you. God has promised, he has promised, the song says, he has promised he will never fail. He has promised he will never fail. Let it be your word. And rest in it that the Lord has promised and he will never fail. And that is faith. That is faith. Only you can experience it. You cannot even explain it. It is just in you. And sometimes you don't need everybody to agree with you. I'm sure there were other Hebrew people who bowed down. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I'm sure the others were like, Oh, Shadrach and Meshach, your own is too much. Your own is too much. We all came from the same hometown. We all serve the same God. What is this? Are you the only holy person? Are you the only spiritual person? Are you the only person who loves God? Are you the only people? But hey, they were not pressured by the pressure of the people. They were resting in the Lord. Let no man, young lady watching me, let no man put you under pressure. Let no relative put you under pressure to marry. Let no one put you under pressure. Rest in the law. It made no sense, but the people just did it. We want wine. You said you pour water into empty vessels. We are not talking about Accra Brewery Limited that we know that when we pour water, they are going to add sugar, they are going to add some chemicals, they are going to add some sodium chloride. No, 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 no. We are just at the party sitting with you. You said you pour water in. Okay. Because the woman has said it, we are resting in the fact that if we follow what you have said, there will be a miracle. Faith is brightening your life this year in the name of Jesus. Faith is, now this is faith. 
Faith is sharing responsibility with God to take delivery of your beautiful destiny. Any faith that leaves God to be absolutely responsible for your life is an irresponsible faith and it is fake. Faith is when you share the responsibility with God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Participating. You are a participant. You are a partaker. You are a partner. When Faith is when you partner with God. When you partner with God. When you partner with God, you are talking about faith. When you partner with God. Are you partnering with God? When you pay your tithe, you are partnering with God to push his message on earth. John chapter 21 verse 5 to 6. John chapter 21 verse 5 to 6. Then Jesus saith unto them, children, have ye any meat? They answered him, no. Verses. He said, and he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship. Now watch the scripture carefully. He asked them, is there food? They said, no, it's okay, come. Cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. <laughs> they cast therefore and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Obedience to God's word is what to ensure and guarantee and assure you of fruitfulness this year. If God's word becomes so precious to us, we will undeniably return from 2021 with great fruits. But some of us cherish the words of politicians and new newscasters and friends more than the word of God. He said, cast it on the right side. You, you need to pay attention to God in order to obey his word. He didn't say just cast. He said, cast it on the right side. So if you go and cast on the left side, though you have casted, you have casted in vain. May we learn to rest in the Lord. When we rest in the Lord, whatever he says becomes golden to us. Whatever he says becomes permanent to us. Hallelujah. Faith is what you do to commit God. What have you done to commit God to your life? What have you done to commit God to your life? Faith is not just confession. It's, it's, it is just part of the faith. But all of us have, have zero there. How many times have you said things that it has failed? It should tell you something that there is something more to faith that makes confession more productive. Faith is what you do to commit God. Sometimes the vision that God gives you 
The vision must be bigger than your head, must be bigger than your heart, and must be bigger than your pocket. God will never give you a vision that will fit your pocket. Then that vision did not come from God. Because when God gives you a vision, he himself will provide for it and he himself will pay the bills. So his vision may look so big to us, but to him, it is small. Am I talking to somebody? Until your part is done, he has not committed God to you. Until your part is done concerning the promise, you have not committed God to you. So this year, stop playing, stop playing, and stop playing. I repeat, stop playing, stop playing, and stop playing. Until our part is done, we are yet to commit God personally to us. All men are not the same. All men are not with faith. All men are not the same. Faith is accepting spiritual responsibility in order to see God move in your life. If I pay my tithe, you cannot convince me that tithing is Old Testament. <laughs> Every true believer will return to God's honor. And when we are doing that, we are not fools. We know what we are doing. Because the Bible says, when the clouds are full, it will discharge of its rain. We are rested. Why are you wasting your time in church? Why are you wasting your time? You should have gone to study. You should have been out of the country. We know what we are doing. Why are you praying like that? Why do you still believe in prayer? Why do you still fast? Can't you use your common sense? We believe in fasting and prayer. We know what we are doing. We are rested in the Lord. There is no satanic commentary. That can change our game plan. We are rested in the Lord. Rested. There is no second, there's, there's no second opinion about giving. There's no second opinion about serving God. There's no second opinion about acquiring knowledge. There's no second opinion about changing the lives of the unsaved. There's no second opinion. Faith is not. Now listen to this one. Faith is not just believing God, but obeying God to prove that you believe in him. Faith is not just believing God, but obeying God to show that you believe in him. Anytime you believe God and you don't obey him, you are walking in fake and empty faith. Whatever you believe in, you must obey. Hallelujah. James chapter 2 verse 26. James chapter 2 verse 26. James chapter number 2 verse 26. Let's get deeper. I'm getting closer. The Bible said, 
James chapter 2. Help me. Verse 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. So where from the teaching that faith is not work? Everything we call faith must come with works. When Jesus visited the seven churches in Revelation, all he kept saying, I know thy works. 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 That means I know your faith. I know the level of your faith by your works. Faith is backed by words. You can't say you love your brother when you're gossiping with, against him. You can't say you love your church when you show no commitment to the church. You can't say you love your wife when you show no commitment to your wife. You must have works to back your faith. You must have works to back your faith. Enough with this, I have faith. This, this, big, big talk. Big, big talk. There are some church members, there are Christians who talk so big, they have nothing to show. No single soul is in the kingdom, left alone their church, that they led them to Christ and are discipling them. Big, big talk. Big, big. Big, big. There are some, they will be in their churches and they think that, you see, you can be here and think that you can pastor this church better than me. It's good. I want to go for some uh, sabbatical leave. Eh? That's how they call it. Come, come. You can think that you can sing better than that lead singer. But when they give you the mic, you feel like disappearing on the stage. Faith is not just talk. Some people come to church. And why didn't the ushers arrange the chairs? The chairs are too dirty. Your hands are also ten fingers. Go get napkins or whatever and clean the chairs. It's easy to talk. It's easy to talk. But it's not easy to do. One day, a young pastor came to me and said, Pastor Prince, me, by the time my church is five years eh, I give myself target. The first year, the target is 100 people. Second year, 200. Third year, 400. By the fifth year, we'll walk in grace and we'll hit 700. I said, the Lord do for you. The Lord do for you. Today, after how many years? Only God knows how many number. It's easy to say. But the Bible says, faith without works is dead. And Jesus told them, if you love me, Feed my sheep. What do you believe in that you have deserted? If you want to be fruitful this year, go back to your beliefs and begin to work them out. Work out your own salvation. Work them out. Work them out. Sometimes I hear people preach and it's like, faith there, you just be there and things will be happening. Do you know what those people are doing? You have to take responsibility of your Christian life. Don't leave your Christian life to an internet pastor. 
Your Christian life is embedded in the word. Go for the prescription and begin to work it out. Can I hear a big amen? Show me your faith without works and I will show you my own with works. I will show you. I will show you. Faith without you. You have faith without works. We will show you our faith with works. A mighty man of the spirit is a man of faith with proofs on the ground. As a believer, may you have proofs on the ground to show that this is a man who is walking with God. Not a man who was walking with God, but a man who is walking with God. I feel it. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 21. I'm getting there. One more page, I'm done. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 21. Look at this scripture carefully. Give me the message version of this quickly. Look at this scripture from 17 to 21. We call Abraham father not because he got God's attention by living like a saint. But because God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. May God pick you. Maybe they call you nobody. They call you nobody. Nobody has ever called you somebody. So they have defined you as a nobody. But may God pick you up and turn your story and give you a testimony like Abraham. He said, isn't that what we have always read in scripture? God saying to Abraham, I set you up as father of many peoples. Abraham was first named father and then became father because he dead, he dead, he dead. May God raise daring believers. May God raise daring, daring Christians. May God raise daring armor bearers, daring intercessors, daring choristers, daring church members, daring church workers in the name of Jesus. Daring Christians. Abraham dared to trust God to do what only God could do. Kabbalah Man could not do it, but he dared. That word is kicking my spirit. He dared. May we, may we attempt big things for God. May we attempt great things for God. May we step into waters that are bigger than us because we know God. You see, somebody said that if God is leading you, you don't need to know where you are going. Hey. Are you alive? Hi, if you're alive, say I'm alive. Type it, I'm alive. <laughs> Somebody said, if God is leading you and you are following God, you don't need to know where you are going because you are sure, you are rested that where God is taking you, for I know the thoughts I think towards you. If you are following such a person, they are good and not of evil and to give you an expected end. Raise the dead to life with a word, make something out of nothing. 
look, God, I know, I know that business is a tabletop business. I know that certificate is just DBS and a degree. I know that life has no, your surname has no color on it. Your surname does not carry money. Your marriage was down some grand marriage. Yo, I, I came to declare to somebody, God can cause something out of nothing. God can turn a nobody into somebody if only you can rest in the Lord and follow him by his word. The Lord will give you a testimony that will change your life forever. Verse 18, he said, when everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw. Ah, I feel like preaching. Are we now starting the service? <laughs> he said, let me start again. He said, when everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. Deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw. He could not do, but also he didn't live on the basis of what he saw. He could not do. So he didn't consider himself a product of what he could not do. No. Though he could not do it in the flesh, the Bible said, but on what God said he would do. I pray for somebody. May your spirit turn around. May your mind turn around. May something spark in your spirit tonight. He did not live on the basis of what he could not do, but he lived on the basis of what God has said he would do. What has God said he would do in your life? Rest in it. Be assured it will come to pass. He has promised and he will never fail. He will never fail. I'm bringing my teaching to a close. And so he was, he was made father of a multitude of people. God himself said to him, you are going to have a big family. Abraham. Verse 19. Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence and say it's hopeless. This hundred year old body could never father a child. Ah. When I was 25, I couldn't father. When I was 50, I couldn't father. 75. Is it 75 that I am going to father? Is it 75 that I'm going to father? Oh God, don't come and tempt me. Let me die like this. Let me think about myself. Let everybody now know that Abraham came to live and did not have a child. Don't come and worry my emotions. Is it that I'm 100 years that I'm now going to get, am I now going to lead my, my wife to maternity care, antenatal care? God, Abraham did not doubt what God said. I pray that you will not doubt God this year. Nor did he survey Sarah's decades of infected decades. God, you. Obi the decades. Seven decades, five decades. The woman has never missed her period. And God comes and says, I'm going to give you a son. How hard it will be to believe. Verse 20. And he didn't 
tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously skeptical questions. Book long. Power professor. He said, not, he said, he did not tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously skeptical questions. He plunged him to, he, he plunged into the promise of God. He, as if that word is describing a diver into the word or a diver into the water. He plunged himself into the what God has said. The promise of God was more important to him than his experience in life. The promise of God was more important to him than his experience in life. The promise of God was more important to him than his experience in life. And came up strong, ready for God. 21. Sure that God will make good on what he has said. Oh, Jesus. You can know when God is at work in you by the faith you are operating in. Faith is not just believing that or believing what God has said, but doing what God has said to you to prove that you believe it. Many people don't believe God. We don't believe God. Living a holy life, we don't believe it. Giving, we don't believe it. Prayer, we don't believe it. Serving God, we don't believe it. And yet, we are quick to accuse God. Waiting patiently, we don't believe it. Winning souls, we don't believe it. Even the Bible says, he that winneth the soul is wise. It doesn't make sense. You have you are, you are put, he that goeth to university is wise. We, he said, faith is not just saying what God has said, but doing what God has said to prove that you believe it. When God instructs you to do something, don't ask skeptical questions. God did not sit in class with you in the university. Don't go and ask him questions. Skeptical. Don't go and use him for your thesis. When God speaks to you, plunge yourself into the promise. Plunge yourself into the word. The devil also believes the word, but he cannot obey. James chapter 2 verse 19. The devil he even believes the word. But he doesn't, believe, he doesn't obey it. James chapter 2 verse 19 quickly. The Bible says, do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God, but then observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful? That's just great. Demons do that also. But what good does it do to them? They believe the word, but they cannot obey the word. Faith is when we believe and we obey the word of God. Putting God's word to work with the assurance that it will produce fruit is faith. Putting God's word to work. This year, don't just hear the word. Take the word and put it to work. Plant the word. Sow the seed. 
Hold the word. The word of the Lord is the seed of God. Hold it and plant it into your life. How do I plant it into my life? By obeying and practically working in it. Come on. By obeying and practically working it. Plant the word into your life. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 11. Hebrews 11, 11. By faith, barren Sarah was able to become pregnant. Old woman, as she was at that time, because she believed, please don't throw away your faith. Please don't cast away your confidence in the Lord because it has a great great recompense of reward. Because she believed the one who had promised would do what he said. Please, believe God. Things are going to get better. Things are going to shift for your better. Things are going to change for your better if you can rest in the Lord. Faith is not just saying things, but doing things. This year, may may we do things. May we plant the word. May we obey the word. May we carry the word. May we plant it. May we walk in faith. May we practice God's word. May we literally walk with the word. May we not be slothful in planting the word into our lives. May we walk in the word. Somebody say, I am planting the word into my life. Say, I am planting the word into my life. Say, I am planting the word into my life. I feel the fire. Say, I'm planting the word into my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I will eat the, the, the fruit thereof. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap offering wherever you are. The last two statements and I'm done. Faith is doing what God has commanded in order to receive the blessing. If you are not a tither and you're a businessman, you are not trusting God. If you are not a tither and you're a professional man, you are not trusting God. If you are not loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and loving your neighbor as yourself, you are not trusting God. If you are not serving God, if you are not worshiping God, if you are not serving his church, you are not walking in faith. Maybe you used to do it, you stopped. Please go back. Go back. You used to pay your first fruit. You used to love. You used to, you used to serve. You used to sweep the church. You used to clean the church. You used to be a powerful and a lovely usher. You used to pay the bills of the church. You used to pay ECG. Pay water bill used to help in the kingdom of God. But now you are no more. Tonight, the Lord sent me to tell you, rest in your faith. Walking with God is not a waste of time. Walking with God will yield. We know what we are doing. We know what we are doing. I want you to begin to pray to God. I don't know whether you are anxious about something. I don't know whether doubt has filled your heart tonight. But tonight I'm praying for you. I want you to pray that God help my unbelief. 
Let it be your prayer that, Lord, help my unbelief. Let, my, let God hear your prayer. Lord, help, help my unbelief. Be honest with God, wherever you are. There is an issue on your heart that you are, you are fretting on, that you are shaking about, but you want to go to God and say, Lord, help my unbelief. Talk to God wherever you are. Talk to God in your bedroom. Talk to God in the hall. Talk to God in that kitchen. Talk to God in that car. That Lord, help my unbelief. I used to love you. I used to do this. I used to trust you so much. I used to trust the messages that you sent through my pastor. I used to pay attention. I used to take that word every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Friday. I used to cherish fellowshipping with the brethren. But Lord, at the point, I deemed it not worthy. And I backslided. I took it lightly. I might not have fornicated. But Lord, I don't value your word again. Lord, help! my unbelief. If the devil can block you from receiving the word of God with all genuineness and with all sincerity, he has blocked the flow of your blessing. But you want to pray that Lord, help my unbelief tonight. Help my unbelief tonight. Help my unbelief tonight. Help me to believe your word. Help me to hold fast to your word. Help me to walk with your word again. Help me to wait on your word in the name of Jesus Christ. The second prayer I want us to pray is that Lord, help me to be unmovable in my faith. To be unmovable. Lift your two hands and begin to pray. That Lord, help me to be unmovable in my faith. Help me to be unmovable. Sometimes even a false prophecy a prophecy that has the tendency to put fear in you, you have to rest in the faith of the Lord and be like Esther that if I perish, I perish. And be like David and say, is there not a cause? You want to pray that God, I will be unmovable. Lord, let me be stubborn in my faith. Let me develop a stubborn faith. In 2021, Lord, grant me access to develop a stubborn faith. In the name of Jesus. Shadaba. A stubborn faith, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That nobody will talk me out of my faith. Ah, that's the, the friends of Job, Eliphaz, and Co., including his wife, they attempted to drift to drift the faith of Job. But Job was unmovable. I pray for somebody today. At the end of the day, the ending days of Job was more glorious than the former. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will plant your faith. You will be unmovable and you will be unshakable. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want us to pray for people who are sick. Anybody who is sick in your life, I want us to stand together and pray for those with COVID-19 and those with all forms of illnesses, those in the ICUs, those in the ICUs, in Kolebu, in Ridge, in UGMC, in 37, in, in Ga East, 
we are standing in faith wherever you are I want you to begin to pray in the next three minutes begin to speak the language of the Holy Ghost and send the power of God we send the power of God into every health sector or every health center holding patience we pray for people in critical conditions in critical care we we dispatch angels into the ICUs into, into, into the COVID centers into hospitals right now into labor wars into cancer centers we pray in the name of Jesus oh let the balm of Gilead begin to visit every patient we come against premature death we overturn satanic cancers in the mighty name of Jesus we send forth the arrow of the Lord's deliverance oh Lord deliver somebody's son deliver somebody's daughter deliver somebody's father deliver somebody's mother deliver somebody's uncle we enforce the power of healing in the name of Jesus we send forth the healing balm we send forth healing angels in the name of Jesus intervene oh God intervene oh God intervene oh God deliver us oh Lord deliver oh Lord in the name of Jesus Christ we give you praise we have no power of our own wherever you are lift your two hands and let's worship him with this song we have no power of our own We depend on you, Holy Spirit. We have no power of our power. Man belongs to our God forever and ever. Lift your two hands and sing him wherever you are. I will adore him. I will honor him. He has promised and he will never fail. Yeah, he's faithful. Oh, he's Oh, 
I want you to send your offerings. Oh, yes. Take a good offering. The basket is on the screen right now. 